Andrew Dunkley toiled for 217 games through 11 seasons in what would prove to be a vain pursuit of a premiership. His son Josh won a flag in his first season in just his 17th game. Dunkley Senior, a swan, watched Dunkley Junior, a bulldog, collect the most coveted prize in football when the doggies beat the swans in the 2016 grand final. See that medal? You wouldn't kill for it, but I mean, it'd be, it'd be nice to have one, wouldn't it? Well, at least I can touch it. <laughs> yeah, that's as close it's a Dunkley medal. That's as close as I'll ever get. But yeah. um, no, he, he works so hard, and he still does. Like, he works so hard. How did he cope as a kid? He's just playing his 17th game of football and he's a premiership player. Um, takes it in his stride. Does he? Yeah, yeah. His feet stayed on the ground? Yeah, big time, yeah. He's very reserved. Um, got his head switched on. It's good. They all have. My kids have. And I've pushed that right through their mm. whole life, yeah. Stay. You, you, never, you should never change. doesn't matter what, what you achieve in life, you should never change. Why wasn't he playing for the Swans, given you've had 217 games with the Bloods? Uh, it, was, it was an interesting time uh, with the, the new rule system, with the draft, with points and all that sort of stuff. And uh, I think where Sydney rated Josh in the draft, uh, they would have had to go in a deficit with points, and they chose not to. So, yeah, that's how it ended up. Bulldogs did, were pretty keen on him. Did you want him to go to Sydney? I wasn't fussed. Um, he just wanted to get on an AFL list, so where, where that was was anywhere in the country. Um, it's great now. He's in Melbourne. We get to spend every weekend with him and, and um, yeah, it's pretty special. So the Bulldogs took him at number 25. Yeah. The Swans could have taken him had they passed on Callum Mills, is that right? Mills was nominated early, so they had um, later picks in the draft, which would have... Uh, they could have matched that, that bid but gone to the deficit the following year with points. So it was all a new system and, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty hard to get your head around, but that's how it worked out. Were you involved in it? Did the Swans talk to you about whether they would or wouldn't take him? Uh, no, I don't think Sydney recruiting rated Josh earlier on as a, as a player. Um, back in when he was 16, under-16s, 16, playing captain in country in New Zealand, I don't think they really rated him that much. So... Uh, yeah, I think the end of the story was that um, probably later, maybe second round, they might have might have matched mm. it, but not not at that, that level. Were you offended by that? No, not really. Um, no, not at all. Like Josh, Josh got his wish. He he got on an AFL list and um, happened to be in Melbourne at the Bulldogs. Fantastic. How's your relationship with your old club? Oh, it's non-existent really. I don't really have much to do with them. Um, still get membership sent to me and stuff, but no, not not much at all. Isn't that sad? Uh, You're in the Hall of Fame in Sydney, aren't you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah in the Hall of Fame. Um, I, I didn't attend the function because I, I just... I think being interstate, moving back to home to Victoria once I finished playing, you sort of move on a bit and, um, you know, I, I, my focus when, I'm, when I finished playing footy was about my kids. Mm. I wanted to bring them up in the country, give them the best opportunities possible and um, that's how it sort of all panned out. So you didn't go to the function where you were inducted into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I just... I, I, it was, wasn't about me back then, Mike. It was more... I, I just wasn't that interested. I, I'm, I'm not a glamorous sort of person. I just like to um, do my own thing and... and uh, it's probably a bit sad I should have gone, in hindsight. You agree you should have gone? Maybe. Maybe now. Um, but yeah, I've got no interest. Like, it's not... Moving into state when you finish playing, back to your home, home roots, um, I, I just think we were, we were probably just moved on from footy. Like, you know, Sydney was an interesting place at the time. There was, I think there was two or three players that were local. Yep. The rest of us were um, either 
country New South Wales or Victoria or interstate. So, Were you angered? Does it go back to when you finished playing in 2002? Were you angered with the way that happened? Was it, it wasn't... I'm not angry. I'm You're certainly not. not angry. No, not at all. I'm not angry. I, I just... When, when I reflect back on, on, on the time, uh, my last year, it was, it was pretty hard. Like, I was taking the whole week to recover to play a game of footy and um, and I knew my time was nearly nearly up. Um, the following year, I, I nearly retired uh, in the off-season because like, my contract offer was pretty ordinary. Um, club promised me a testimonial function that year. In lieu of match payments? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I think that's how it worked. Um, didn't really understand at the time, but no other club was sort of interested in me. So whether I was going to uh, continue to play or just pull the pin, I, I thought I had a little bit in reserve to finish another year off. And uh, I played 17 games in my last year, which was I thought was pretty good. Um, yeah, sort of... Did you walk or were you pushed? No, I wasn't, definitely wasn't pushed. Uh, second last game of the year, uh, main training run session, and I uh, split my head open. I thought, oh, that's a bit strange this time of year, you know. <laughs> just getting through training was hard enough. Let but alone... a collision? Oh, I just got... Uh, it was a collision in a, in a contest of yeah, training. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. nothing in it, a few stitches. Went into the rooms, had a shower. The boys were still training. And um, as I got out of the shower, the session had finished and Rusey and um, Dennis Carroll came in and said they wanted to talk to me upstairs. And I thought... Was Rusey the coach at that point? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. OK. had been appointed interim coach after... Oh, that's right. Yeah, after yeah, Rodney yeah, Eden. yeah. yeah. Rocket got the flick, um, and it was really so. I I went from playing as a defender and coaching the backline that year to um, to not much. So getting back to the the shower, I got out of the shower, got asked to come upstairs for a chat. The following day was my testimonial lunch, and um, when they when they said to me that they wanted to have a chat, I thought I'm done. Mm. Time to retire. Good timing. Function the next day. I uh, went home and told my wife that I was I was done and she didn't believe me. She loved the lifestyle, you know, it was pretty good up there, uh, even though they, they were great support for us as players. Um, sort of begged me to change my mind, but I said, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. So you felt done? You, you, you thought you were cooked? Recovery-wise, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so still playing OK footy, but, yeah, just really struggled to recover to get up for the following week. And it was a great opportunity because it was my testimony. It was a 1,000 people at the function. Mm. Um, testimony for you alone or was yeah, it the yeah. joint one? You, you alone? It was a salary cap joint one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That worked out. It was really good. It was a great day. I uh, made sure my parents were there, um, people close to me. Uh, sat there and told them I'm done, cooked. They didn't believe me. No one believed me. But, yeah, I just thought time was up. Good timing. Played in Melbourne against Melbourne, the MCG, the on that Saturday, and then on the Monday, Cal announced his retirement as well. So mm. it, was, it was good. We've been through a fair bit together. When Rusey and Dennis Carroll said they wanted to talk to you, I think it crystallised in your mind that you were finished. Pretty much. Like, I, I had no plans. So to announce my retirement with no uh, plan, I remember the bank ringing me the following Monday to find out what I was going to do for work. Really? <laughs> Did they? Well, I had a pretty big, pretty big mortgage on a property yeah. up there and... Um, Obviously, it's only professional that they they did that. And I said, well, I just need a month to work out what I'm going to do and, you know, where I'm going to go. And, and moving um, back to Victoria at the time probably wasn't an option. Um, pretty happy where I was. Sydney was great. Great lifestyle. Maybe get a gig at the club somewhere. Did you, 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 did, you expected an assistant no, role, did you? I didn't expect the role, but I expect, like, I, I thought I'd get something. Mm. Now, whether that was 
in that capacity or not, I wasn't sure. But no, I had a phone call from from Rusey saying that um, my best option would be to go and coach in the Sydney Footy League. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't viable, so. So you decided you, to pack my bags and. Did you take offence at that? I was a little disappointed. The fact that uh, this is not bringing up old grapes or anything, but it was the fact that I had nothing really to do, nothing genuine. You know, like obviously Sydney's an expensive city to live in. You need a bit of income. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not. I'm being devil's advocate here. But yep. you were 34. Yeah. And you'd been you'd been playing for 11 years. Yeah. Wasn't it incumbent upon you to work out your plan of. Uh, your exit plan? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was, I was probably a little bit naive, sort of mid-year, thinking that I might be able to keep going for another year, maybe. Um, but then it just hit me. Like I, I knew I was done. So announced it without a lot of thought. Um, pretty stubborn person I am, I suppose. <laughs> just thought, people say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty. Uh, but I, I thought. I, I thought actually, in hindsight, there might have been something in the mm. club. I did a lot of welfare. Spent a lot of my time. My wife and I spent a lot of our time looking after young recruits. Housed them, you know, no, no financial reward or anything mm. from the club. But did, we did a fair bit of welfare, and welfare back then was just starting to kick into the club, so or to the league. And um, and then my last year, uh, Ruse went to uh, to coach as a senior coach, was appointed as a senior coach, and um, I did the defence. I don't know, doing two jobs. Mm. I, well, I would have thought there'd be something, but that's fine. They chose not to, or Rusey chose not to do, do anything. Andrew, when, when the Swans won that historic premiership under Rusey against West Coast, how did you feel? Yeah, 16 players in, my, in our last game played in that premiership. Mm. So very, very... Uh, I, I didn't have much to do with it, but um, very proud for the boys, the young blokes, Mickey A. Lachlan and Goodsy and those mm. sort of guys, and all of them. It was just an awesome achievement for them. Um, yeah, it was great. So you were thrilled for the club? Thrilled for the boys. Yeah. Yeah. There's a distinction there, isn't there? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, you go into a room, 40 blokes every day for a long time and and 16 of them are still playing in that mm. premiership. It's pretty special. You went close in your playing career, 1996. You're vice-captain of that team to Paul Kelly. You play north in the grand final. You have four goals, three or four goals up at quarter time and get beaten by 40 points. What are your memories of that day? No, not a lot. Um, leading up to that game, I had a bit of a, a bit of a mishap, and um, <laughs> that was a little. Is that bit what you call it? Well, I think so, because it was just blown completely out of proportion. Okay, I, um, well, let's do. Let's remind people of what happened in the preliminary final, which the Swans won by a point. Yep. With Plugger's kick on the siren, you whacked James Hurd, correct? We ran into each other. Yeah, it was a bit of an incident. Um, on, it was a Saturday night game. Yep. Uh, the club and I found out on the Wednesday, late late afternoon, that they were going to charge me. Sighted off video. Yeah. Yep. From behind the goal video, from probably from your show. I'm not sure, Mike, <laughs> but uh, it didn't look good. Um, and heard he went off the ground, and he was killing us at the time. Like he went off with a bit of blood coming down his face. Um, after we got in the rooms and sung the song, it was pretty special. And and I got tapped on the shoulder and said I might be in trouble. So by whom? Uh, me old man. Really? Yeah. So had he seen it on the big screen? Uh, he just heard a whisper that a, there was a bit of footage that didn't look good. Yeah. I think that the commentary might have been saying a few things about it. Heard he went off with blood. Yeah. Um, yeah. So was that, that his Brownlow year? Did he... Yeah. He, yeah. He, he wasn't happy about that. <laughs> and the good looks. 
it's hurdy, hurdy, harmed his looks a little bit. But, uh, but isn't, it, isn't it weird that it took until midweek? There's some conjecture about whether it was Tuesday or Wednesday. No, it's definitely Wednesday. Definitely Wednesday yeah. before the charge was laid. Because we didn't think we had anything to worry about. Um, all, all the footage that we had uh, as a club was no dramas. It was, mm. And there wasn't much in it. It was nothing. <laughs> you laugh at that, but there wasn't there wasn't that much in it. The fact that he he was a Brownlow medalist on that Monday night, he had a okay. few stitches under his eye. He you left. would have seen that on telly. Uh, yeah, later. Did on it make you feel uneasy when you saw? Um, no, nah, it's a part of footy, isn't it? Like if all depends how you get it. Yeah, well, I don't know, but that, that's how that's how it panned out. It was it was interesting. Like it was it was a process. It felt like a long time between the Saturday night until I knew I was clear. Because mm. mm. we thought we were clear. And then someone somewhere has presented the AFL with some different footage from behind the goals, and it, it didn't look great. So they thought they'd investigate it. And I, I, I thought at the time, I'm not sure whether the Melburnians, Victorians had something against the Swans, I'm not sure, because... You mean at AFL House? I think so. Like, that's, how, that's how we felt as a club at the time, because, you know, we had a fair bit of support, getting Plugger up there, and obviously mm. Ruse, and quite a few players. I think with the support of the AFL to come to get us up and going, and um, it happened pretty quick. Like late '95, we were not too bad. Then '96, we just took off. It was a pretty special time, but yeah. So, so the the, the Swans uh, initiated legal action where they said that they didn't have adequate time to prepare a defence because yep. of you were cited so late in the week, and the court ruled that you could play in the grand final, and the hearing would happen subsequently. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. not a great week. No. Now, no. You, you didn't play well on grand final, though, did you? Did you, no. did you think it was all the pressure of, of what had happened in the previous three or four days? Uh, no excuse for my performance. Like, I started off OK. Just, it was, I shouldn't have played. I probably shouldn't have played. Preparation, on what grounds? Did preparation you... was terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably a bit unwell, like, very fatigued from what was going on. People out the front of my house, that, yeah. you know, in the mornings, so you get up out of bed. Like, I'm out of control. You said you probably shouldn't have played. You mean you you weren't in the the right mental state, or are you saying that you probably shouldn't have played because you should have been rubbed out? No, I wasn't prepared to play. Like, I, and that's not an excuse. I, like, I was vomiting at quarter time. Bit strange. Like, it was. Yeah. It was my preparation was terrible. Um, yeah, I wasn't eating properly and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, and just after the game, it's funny, you know. Like, my wife's pregnant with Josh. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. yeah at the yeah. time. Um, very early, like she goes into prem labour. Wow! Straight after the game. Gee. So, yeah, it wasn't just me; it was the family. You know, yeah, yeah. It was sort of affected. So. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think you should have been rubbed out? Oh, well, they proved me guilty at the end anyway. Yeah. So I got five weeks. Five? Did you? I got uh, the whole pre-season plus a couple, two or three games. Yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. Uh, uh, anyway, that's the As rules. An observer, Andrew. My memory is that... Oh, I know your memory, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Herdy was you, flying. You were, yeah, Herdy was going all right. Yeah, and he was low down. Was he on the ground? Well, it was a marking contest and I fell over the top of him. OK. Um, and you collected him in the eye region. I wasn't it. sure whether I collected him or his head hit the ground. I wasn't... Really? No, I don't know. <laughs> I but it wasn't good. I, like, I, I was a kind of player, and you know how I played. Like mm. It was um, life or death for me. So yeah. if someone was beating me, I'd go out of my way to try and slow them up or do something. I had to. Yeah. I wasn't the most skilled player. Um, and it wasn't... I don't think I was... I was an honest player. Yeah. 
I don't think I was a dirty player. So I, I just, in a contest, you get away with a fair bit back in those days. Mm. Um, yeah, just make them. If I got outmarked, they'd earn, the, they'd earn their mark. Just simple answer to this, if you can. Did you deliberately hit Hurdy? Uh, I couldn't catch him, so I had a chance in the contest to get hold of him. He, he, was, on, he was on fire that day. OK, I'll take yeah. that as a yes. You played on the big names, didn't you? We mentioned Duck. You played yep. on Carey, Ablett, Dunstall, Lockett when he was at St Kilda. Yeah. Though, I, I, And I think the point you made before, you were better than honest. You were a brilliant mark. I think people marked you down because of the way you kicked the footy. But the rest of your game was, uh, was faultless. Yeah, they still talk about it today, like 20 years on, sort of. It's strange, but that, that's fine. It's more... Uh, I was an honest... I was a great team player. Pride myself on that. Did a job week out, week in, week out. Tried to beat, you know... I knew months out, like six weeks out, I knew who I was going to be playing on. So it was pretty easy to focus on on the role I had and, yeah, it was it was good. Explain the... I know you... I suspect you're still sensitive about this, but explain the kicking style. Given... I mean, you were so pure in marking contests, but you're ungainly with your with your kicking, weren't you? Yeah, you, you say that with a smile, which is good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was very awkward with my kicking. I'm, I'm ambidextrous, so what's left... I right left-handed, bat left-handed, throw the ball right-handed, so I'm a bit all over the shop, so... I just didn't have a really good technique. My efficiency over 30 metres was OK, mm -hmm. but um, very awkward, but got away with it. You were sensitive about it, weren't you? No, I'm not. It just frustrates me now. Mm -hmm. uh, my kids are playing sport and if they, you know, a kick's not quite right, it's, it gets back to me and I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't get that. Pretty good career. Your hundredth game in a grand final, that didn't work out as well as you would have liked. No, it's but, not a great memory. No. But but you were captain of this footy club for probably 30 odd games given Paul Kelly's injury problems, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and loved it. Enjoyed every minute of it. Um, and I'll do it again tomorrow. So it's just look, oh, I've got no sour grapes at all. Sure? No, not at all. You're not you're not sorry about the way it finished. No, not at all. Because right now I'm so proud of my kids. Mm -hmm. So proud. My daughter. Sensational. She's playing with the Melbourne Vixens? Yeah. 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 And, um, and that's my life. Like, yeah. My life's been my kids for a long time. Ever since I moved back to Victoria, it was all about my kids. Uh, we'd, we'd travel between Lisa, Lisa and I. That's a nice photo. Yeah, great photo. Um, so that's Josh that you're carrying. That's Kyle. Oh, Josh, Kyle. Josh was, he was out having a kick somewhere. Yeah. That's Lara and Kyle. So, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, beautiful. Like, great memories. And... It, well, there's not not part. You watch all three of them every weekend, don't you? Yeah, yeah. That's you just drive from Yarram to Melbourne on a Friday after work, yeah. and then and then head taking back. two games of footy and a and a netball game. It doesn't it clashes a fair bit. So someone's like Josh is away, or someone's away, or but it works every now and then. It works really good. Mm. And um, no, uh, Lisa and I put so much time into our kids. Like we've we've probably lost friendships because we it was all about our kids, you know. So we drive. 2,000 k's a week for Lara for netball. Mm. Yeah. But it's paid off. Like, she's she's got a dream. She's she's in that group of 10 uh, with the Melbourne Vixens. It's, it's fantastic. Like, I'd do it again tomorrow, mm. um, but it was bloody hard work. Yeah, well, it probably still is. How far is Yarra from, from Melbourne? It's about 230 k's. You're yeah. doing that round trip once we, a week? No, four times. Now, now it's one. It was four mm. times a week for Lara. Wow. Yeah. 
So we, we'd, um, lucky we work for ourselves. I suppose we could take off early and, but we, you know, she was, it was a tough gig for the girls. So much different to the boys. Mm. But they, they get nothing. They get, the pathway for netball is very, very tough. And, um, you know, she, she would, uh, study in the car. Yeah. She, we'd eat in the car. Um, I, I ended up helping out with netball. I'd be the team manager of the netball team because I thought, I'm going to be there, I may as well try and help out. So that made my night a bit shorter because at least I was doing something. I wasn't just sitting in the car waiting for her to finish training and stuff. So the boys, their, their pathway was local. Um, and then, but the netball, you just got to travel. Pretty crazy. So Josh has, has, has made it. I mean, it's, it's a very temporary mm. um, thing in football, but he's made it and played in the premiership team. Kyle has been was taken by Melbourne in the mid-season draft. He, he's done really well since he's been there. Like he, his development this year was, um, he, he's he's a lot raw. Josh developed his body and that a lot earlier. Kyle's a lot later. Um, Kyle, there's a lot, lot of good stuff about Kyle. Um, and done the hard yards too. Sort of tagged along watching Josh and Lara yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And you know he's three and a half years younger than Josh. You've got to be proud of them. I mean, they have three kids and all playing elite sport. Pretty impressive. It's very special. Like, not not just Lisa and I haven't sacrificed. We we sacrificed a hell of a lot, but so have they. Um, you know, parties, the 16th birthday mm. parties and stuff like that that they sacrificed along the way um, goes un, unnoticed, sort of thing. It's 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 a bit of a it's an interesting um, situation. Everyone's proud of what they've done, but they've they've sacrificed so much. Let me take you back to your start of your AFL career. You go to the Swans. You play in seven wins in your first 57 games. I mean, it was people have forgotten, I think, how horrendous it was for this group of players representing the Swans in Sydney. There's numerous times back in those days where I just thought this was just overrated. This footy, it's, you know, I came from a winning culture in Tasmania to uh, even as a junior, you know, winning, being successful and all that sort of stuff. To going and playing in, it was a bit of a rabble. It was interesting times, and um, it took me four years to work out what the song was. <laughs> so, so that was, yeah, it wasn't great, but it was good. We had, yeah, there was interesting characters. Like, I've got some great friends from way back then, you know, Dale Lewis, Kelly, some wonderful people. We did, we went through the whole saga together. Do you remember you lost 26 games in a row at one point? Yeah. It's a fair bit. Do you remember you going out in the street and trying to give tickets away to the Swans games? Yeah. I remember flying interstate with our... Our uniform, red and white uniform, it was embarrassing to walk through the airport in Sydney. It really was. No one knew it. No one knew who we were, which was that was pretty good, but it was embarrassing. It's probably worse, isn't it? You'd probably rather something negative than not, people not knowing who you were. No, it's more. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mind being the recluse sort of person that sort of not recognised a hell of a lot, but yeah, and it was pretty. It was pretty tough. But there was no money. There was. There was. The club had nothing. Did you fear for its survival at different oh, times? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then it turned around really quick. Like we became having given tickets away to late '95. Just everyone was jumping on board, and we beat Collingwood in, in a uh, last game of '95. Um, kept them out of the finals, and then '96 was it was a dream. Like I just I think we won 19 games in '96. So mm. yeah, it, it turned around really quick. It was, yeah, it was pretty special. You were runner-up in the best and fairest in 96. Yeah, probably a bit stiff not to win it, Mike. But... <laughs> <laughs> Who won it that year? Uh, it was, I think it was Plugger. Yeah. Plugger would have won it. 
Yeah. And Kelly, maybe. Or I'm not sure. You had some. You had some great games. I mean, your ability to mark the footy and keep, keep your eyes on it, then grab it and one and clunk them was amazing. I remember you played a game against Port Adelaide. Treaders was playing. 16 marks. As you told me before, all of them contested. Everyone was contested. <laughs> So where do, is that a natural talent, that ability to just be able to catch the ball, or was it honed? No, it's just one of those things. I, I say to my boys now, back yourself in the air, like, go for it. But it's the game's so much quicker now. Um, no, I just pride myself on my marking. And I think I got recruited to Sydney because of my marking. So obviously I wasn't a great kick in Tassie, and, and um, yeah, it was back of myself. I always spoil the first couple of contests mm. and get the feel for the flight of the ball, and then I'd just back myself in. Of those great names I mentioned before, Kerry Ablett, Dunstall, Lockett and others, Kernahan, who caused you the most uh, angst? Oh, it's hard to split them. Like, Ablett kicked 14 on me one day. Did he? Yeah. Did you play the whole... The, all 14 kicked, on you? The 11 of the 14 were on me. Were they really? Yeah. yeah. I kept him kickless too, though, a few weeks later. Did you? Oh, a few games later, yeah. In a, in a game? Yeah. Kickless in a game? Yeah. He wasn't happy. <laughs> he probably didn't know what it was like. Yeah, no, but I'm proud to say, like, Dunstall kicked, I think, a dozen on me once. Plugger kicked four and 20 minutes on me. And it's, like, I had a... One, in those early years, I, I reckon I had 150 goals kicked against me that year. Yeah, there was one other year when I reckon you had a dozen kicked on you. Yeah, 96 was pretty good. Yeah. But we had a far better side as well, so... Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If, if the Swans, if um, Tommy Harley or Andrew Pridham said... Andrew, we want you to come up as a guest of the club. Would you go? Ah, uh, maybe. I've got no, I've got no, I've got no connection there. So yes, you have. You spent eleven, you spent eleven years there. I'm a past player. That's I, fine. I take your maybe as a no. So I, my guess is. In... I don't think I'd get invited, Mike. To be honest. Well, two parts. That you should, given your service to the footy club. Um, but I'm interested. Uh, I, I think it would be sad. It's not my business. It's yours. But yeah. if um, you were estranged from the footy club, given that you spent so much time, I, I retired sixteen years, seventeen years ago. Yeah. So I've got other interests in my life. Like it's not. I'm not sad that I'm not going back. I'm not saying I wouldn't go back. But I, I've got no reason. We haven't won. We didn't win a flag. We got no. We got no functions to attend. Um, it's a shame we didn't have a minor premiership function because we finished on top in that mm. 96, but, yeah, no. Well, without labouring the point, if the Swans were playing the Bulldogs and Josh is obviously going to be uh, playing in that game and the Swans said, um, come up with the family, would you go? What, and leave my kids in Melbourne? And... <laughs> Your kids are grown up. <laughs> no, but that's my life. My, my kids are my life. And I, they okay. are grown up. Okay. But I've got no... No. No. No, I wouldn't say no, but I'm just saying I'm not. I'm not interested. Okay. I, I'm 51 now, Mike. I'm sure I can make. Oh, my, you lucky bugger! Yeah, I could make my own mind up and what I want. Of to course, do. You, I know yeah. you don't have to take any notice of me. You're pushing the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd do that. <laughs> um, right, let me just. Uh... <laughs> you, you've lost. You lost. <laughs> I'm flummoxed. I've <laughs> got a lot of friends up there. Like yeah. Richard Collis, wonderful person. Yes, and he yeah. speaks very highly yeah, of you. Wonderful yeah. person. Um, there's a few. Like I, I, you know you were invested in that footy club. You talked before about... Oh, massively. Yes, yeah. about in that welfare role that you and Lisa yeah. Uh, did. Yeah. No, we, were, we we loved the place. Loved it. Is that past tense? Big time. Yeah. But 
yeah, if everyone moves on in life, you, you're going to have to retire from here one day. Don't tell me that. <laughs> I get very insecure about this <laughs> stuff. Andrew, you were, in your own words, honest as a player. You've been very honest today. I've really enjoyed catching up and I hope that at some point you end up going back to the Swans for at least a visit. You never Thanks, know. Thanks, mate. Cheers, Mike. Thank you. This has been a Fox Sports production.